I took my pants off earlier, so... <laughs> my pants... I never had pants on. His high school teacher told him that those who fail the most will continue to fail and will never succeed. Okay, let's do this. <clears throat> let's do a podcast. Do it. Uh, welcome back to the Zengineering Podcast. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. I'm Borson. And I'm D. Abel. That's right. We got we got guests, like really we promised. Good. A lot of guests. Um, a lot of guests, all at once too. That's <laughs> we're gonna we're doing it. Just we got two, and then that's it. And we will have equaled last season in one episode. Damn, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, no. So this is uh, this is Borson and Diable. Uh, they have you know first names, but they hey, can everyone. choose whether or not to disclose them. <laughs> well, um, I just said my last name, Borson. It's already in there, so everyone knows who I am. <laughs> Right. Um, I'll keep mine on the low. Well, do, yours is D-Able, uh, so yeah. everyone knows our last names. No one even knows our first names. That's everyone knows our saying. last names. That's it. Is that on purpose? Are you, are you, are you afraid you're going to b- become a target? <laughs> exactly, dude. Hard target. I think just growing up, everyone just called me Borson. No one really called me Adam. I think all my good friends, all the good peeps in the world call me Borson. So I think when we started to explore doing this podcast, like, well, we want people to know us. Or like as our best friends do. So Borson and Diable have our last names in there. My reason is Word. because um, every job I've had, there's always been like a stupid login, you know, to like log into like the terminal. And it was always initial of your first name dot last name. Like like most of our guests so far, these are two two of our best friends. I mean, you know, these guys, you've known them for years. So you're on tonight because you guys are starting a podcast yourselves and that's Indeed, fucking awesome it is pretty awesome right now i mean we i mean we've talked about this like for a while now and you you two have been really jump-started this you know i don't know how long have you guys been doing this for exactly probably a year and a half a year and a half if you count all of it. our yeah if you count all the false starts <laughs> we're learning that very well too so yeah a lot we, of false starts we've been starting so yeah just uh a, a few months ago it's been an awesome adventure so uh yeah we're trying to uh hopefully do something as awesome as what you guys have been doing so far and uh yeah i mean thank you for uh inviting us to your lovely world now hell yeah, yeah. thanks for having us for that we thanks for coming it. over it's been mm-hmm. it's hard to coordinate these things yeah right we're a bunch of old men with busy schedules weird schedules well Kerb, we were just talking about this because we feel like we live like two lives right now. Like we have a full-time gig, you know, during the day. Then we go like Clark Kent. Then we go Superman in terms of podcasting, you know? Mild-mannered financial analyst by day. (laughs) Podcaster by night. Super podcaster by night. Super podcaster. So so the funny thing about, you know, having a podcast, you know, for like a year now is that I, I spend a bunch of time telling people to listen to my podcast. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I was just talking about this on my podcast. And then I'm always like, oh, I'm self-promoting. But I'm also like, whatever, they could listen to this, and then I don't have to repeat as much of the conversation. Right. Um, but really frequently, I'm also met with the question, what is a podcast? Oh, my God, I get that question constantly. <laughs> Especially from our older folks. <laughs> so no idea what a podcast is what what's your answer yeah for what, what is, is a podcast what is it what's a podcast well, i think when it comes to podcasts it's i think it's now just the real area where people can just 
free themselves, free their minds, share a wealth of information. I think this is the future. Of, I think it is starting, but I think when I look at think of podcasts, I mean, this is the future of information sharing and and uh, the podcast is the way to go. I mean, it, it's a way for us to share our thoughts and um, learn, uh, have a very good time, well, too much of a good time at times, but uh, <laughs> um, just be able to um, and share that with the world. We feel like we have to do this for planet Earth, basically. And do you do you feel like the knowledge that people on the other side of doing this are, are going to listen affects your like interaction with the medium as a podcast, right? Like one of our goals is to not have our conversation be too different from the way it would be if we were just like at a campfire, mm -hmm. you know? Right, right. Yeah. No but then filter. I'm also constantly aware that people might listen, right? I'm trying to be more articulate. I'm trying to express myself clearly, right? And it's turned into like almost an exercise in public speaking in a sense, except that I just get to like leave it somewhere and then walk away and not actually have to face the people I'm speaking publicly to. <laughs> I mean, it is interesting because like Dee and I, I mean, you two, especially, I mean, it's just two of us, right? And then you don't realize that there could be hundreds or thousands of people listening. So mm -hmm. it almost is like it's like this virtual area where you're on stage in front of like a state, like maybe hopefully one day, like, a, like an arena, like a virtual arena, of like 20,000 plus people. That's what it's like every time doing this. That's crazy if you think about right. it. You know? I remember Jones was saying the other day that it's helped him like in your real life communicate with people better, be able to get your thoughts across more clearly. And uh, I'm starting to see that too as well. Like when I go to work, you know, I think the podcast is helping me like almost train a little bit on how to speak and communicate more clearly to coworkers, you know. And just putting yourself out there. I mean, you know, if there's something that you really want to do and you really care about and passionate about, the only way you're going to know or just do it is just fucking do it. Oh, can we, we can swear, right? Sorry. Oh, yeah. We have a whole episode on why it's okay I can't believe we've gone this far without swearing, man. This is a nonprofit youth Christian podcast. <laughs> they, that actually was our target demographic when we started, but they didn't like it. Scientology demographic. Oh Borson, you just said something when you said when you have a passion, you want to share it. I want to point out to all of our guests as my intro for you that your passion is talking. Yeah. And so you are you were you were destined to be on a podcast and on the radio and very famous for your voice. You know what? It's It's been a constant theme it's in my life. And I'm not, you know, that's the thing. Like, D, you guys always tell me that. I will never say to myself, like, I'm this big talker. I have this gift of gab or whatever. I don't like to, like, put that on myself. Like, people tell me that. Like, I just remember just growing up, um, even, like, when I was in commercial real estate working for a firm, the guy, you know, selling multi-million deals at, like, 24. Like, I sold, like, a $4 million pr property, like, at yeah, 24 years old. And the broker was like, yeah, you got the gift of gab. And I was like, right. wait, okay, this is starting off like, this is like, you know, we're after college. And then even like in grad school, people call me Dr. B. My nickname was Dr. B because apparently you just have, you can operate with words. I'm like, okay, so there's <laughs> gotta be a theme with all this. And I was president of Toastmasters. So for me, I love public speaking. I love putting myself out there. And I think it's just a matter of, what that outlet was going to be, what was going to be the right medium for me to share the world, just me. And yeah. it, it couldn't have happened until now because of this sexy motherfucker, D. Abel, right next to me. With you think all I'm this. Sexy? Got the hardware. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You know <laughs> that. Stop I'm that. I'm ugly, dude. I chose my co host because I think he's sexy. You are pretty sexy, dude. <laughs> 
Well, that's interesting because Borson, you're, I, I don't want to speak for the other two of you, but I think the three of us fall in the category of not gift of gabbers. We are much more pensive quiet kind of more like the dark lingering ones at the parties <laughs> right right <laughs> I, yes, well, it's, it's corner d- jones you're over you're six foot eight it's kind of hard to be yeah. hiding in we the can't corners hide, jones. Right? Yeah. not when i hide <laughs> next to diablo yeah no you're taller than me <laughs> <laughs> what I feel they, like well, our creative like our creativeness is is in a more of a introverted creativeness or as, as opposed to borson's extrovert you know being able to be the life of the party and carry on a conversation with any homeless man he comes in contact with <laughs> and make best friends with that homeless man. See, I like... You know what I mean? I I, I can be that way when I need to, but I'd yeah. rather not. So exactly. I'm sitting there silently, yeah. and then somebody comes up to talk to me, and they're like, oh, he was totally personable. And I'm like, sorry, I'm in the corner with my resting <laughs> bitch face. Yeah. But, I mean, how's that changed for you now that you've been starting your podcasting to... Uh, do you feel like you're two different people now or do, when you start and you feel like you get, you're like the same person when you're going from your outside podcast life to podcast life? I mean, do you feel a change in how you talk to people? Not really in that I, there's no like the podcast, the the opening, the place where my game is weak is the part where I have to go talk to somebody who I don't I can't open. I'll, I can talk once the once you know we're talking. Yeah, yeah. And so the podcast is not too much different than a conversation with me would go. But if I don't have an opener, that's like I hear you say something about a band I know or something. Mm-hmm. I'm I I don't know how to approach people that doesn't just make me feel awkward, right? And you just have to own it, right? You're just gonna be like, nice shoes, <laughs> but I don't. But that that works. <laughs> nice tits. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, I used to do. Didn't work ever. So, yeah. that, so Borison, as somebody who you know is more comfortable with that part of it, yeah. Like, what do you think of one of the things I think is interesting that that I have noticed with the podcast is where where it has changed is I feel like I'm getting a lot more input on the way that like for Jones and I we spend a lot of time trying to explain things on the podcast like technical stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I and can go way, talk. Great job at that. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I can have funny. that conversation with people, right? And I can yeah. I can test out whether or not it works on this on this level where it's like I wrote a sentence, or you know, like I said, a sentence, and I can get fifty people to look at it and tell me what they think mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just a conversation where it would be okay. Did the person across from me understand it? If they didn't, I I'm gonna either keep hammering them with it until they do in different ways. Or I'm just, I failed and I'll get to try again the next time, right? Instead of, it's like one to one instead of one to 50. So I get a lot more feedback on just like a version of an explanation via the podcast, which is cool because I feel like I, the things I want to be able to explain, I'm getting better, you know, at a, a really satisfying clip because of the podcast where I wouldn't have. I mean, it's, you just got to put yourself out there. I mean, I, for me, I don't worry about, oh my God, did I say this correctly? Did I say that right? Did I say it wrong? Or, you know, when I start a conversation, I'll literally stumble until I find what they're interested in, what they really want to talk about. I don't even look at myself as someone that's uh, a, a professional talker or whatever you want to call me, but a good listener. Because by being able to listen, you engage that person. You know what they're looking to talk about and how you can adapt to their conversation. I can like to think of myself as a pretty adaptable in that sense. But I guess maybe we should probably talk a little bit more about, I think 
we're talking about with you interacting with people. We do that in every almost every podcast so far since you know we're about to launch uh, uh, January seventeenth. Hopefully, it's that day. So we have to. It's recorded live, so we have to stick with that. But um, <laughs> so okay, so I guess we should tell yeah. about our podcast. Um, let's, yeah, let's yeah, talk right. about your cast. Yeah, let's we might as well. Yeah, to do the plug. Yeah, that's plug. We buried the plug. That's poor form. Welcome to Engineering Podcast. I actually just I just chatted Kerbalman. I was like, at the end, we need to redo the intro and name get their podcast information in there right away. Boris and Diego don't know shit. So I I think for us, you know, for me, you know, for both of us, I've always, you know, when we talk about what we want to do for a podcast, it's. You know, I have no problem putting myself there. I'm always wanting to learn. And like, like you said, like I really love just talking to random people and just learning about them. And and also just uh, I feel like a lot of people, like they want to have that passion. They want to try something out. But for whatever reason, they may not get – they don't have that oomph or they may just be a little gun shy. And we're like we're going to be fully loaded with a like six gauge and we're going to try out everything. Six gauge? Blow Is that really big or really small? Six gauge. <laughs> 12 gauge sorry 12 gauge 6 gauge, six gauge you, you saw a uh, shotgun in half <laughs> and then you also saw the ammo in half you get a 6 gauge sawed off shotgun ah that makes sense that's what it sounds like <laughs> uh, yeah but so, like you were saying sir yeah so the best way to describe us then is like you, so if if you remember those books for dummies the uh, you know growing up like reading for yeah, dummies swimming for dummies all that shit we're doing that in a podcast form and we're the dummies that's basically the best way to describe what we're doing putting yourself out there learning from awesome people come on our show and about these things we don't know about and we try out everything because I feel like a lot of people out there they want to explore things and it's like they're nervous or they're worried about getting embarrassed yeah. we're going to get embarrassed live for you we're here to embarrass ourselves for you and hope maybe you'll learn something too and have a little fun so uh, it's been a fucking great journey yeah we've met just people who are not necessarily pop stars but they're doing amazing things with their lives and um, you know they're just real people that you encounter every day so we're we're kind of trying to develop a community in the sense that, you know, we can get these people's names out there that are doing their own, you know, side businesses or where they've come from and, you know, um, just trying to uh, promote in that sense. I, think I feel like you have yeah. a way more focused mission than we do. Yeah. <laughs> you guys came in with like a really well-designed like, concept and I, I love it. I think it's such a cool concept for a podcast. And I think it fits you guys really well. Um, it also kind of speaks to the, like the underlying reason I think so many people are starting podcasts and I don't just mean like the four of us doing our two podcasts, but mm-hmm. podcasts in general, Yeah, everyone's reeling, realizing that like everyone else has really interesting things going on in their lives and everyone could be interviewing all of their friends about those interesting things. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's also, it taps into this like really beautiful side of the world and of people and of specifically our friends. I mean, I think our friends in particular are amazing and wonderful, smart people, but uh, everybody, everybody's got so much to offer. I love that. I think both our cast are kind of trending towards that, that goal, find all those interesting things and dive into them. What we started mm-hmm. to realize over when we started getting this ball rolling and after doing a few of these episodes is that you think look at these top podcasts out there and they're all amazing but they have celebrities and what we realized that wow you know what these are some pretty cool people just as talented as anyone you see on tv or in the news and they just maybe they just need that voice that we can provide that they can we can share them with so 
Um, it's it, that's what we started to realize. It's people down the street, your neighbor could be this cool, amazing person, just as cool as anyone else out there you read in a magazine or whatnot. And uh, hopefully, we're able to uh, share that with. What podcasts do you listen to? Oh, Howard Stern. He's got a good one. Just Howard Stern, you know. And then I know Borson likes uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big podcast guy. I mean, you know, the Rogan, the Joe Rogan podcast is, I think that's the best. I mean, that's where like I, I, I feel like I want to aspire to because yeah. he, he just has Great. these amazing conversations, free flowing, say whatever he wants. And uh, the production's great, and he's very entertaining, engaging. He could do a three-hour podcast, and you just want to keep listening to more. It's super cool. Adam yeah. Carolla is another good one. Well, Stern isn't really on. No, he's satellite radio. radio. Yeah, but, I didn't want to. I didn't yeah. want to correct you there. Yeah, but there's there's really no difference. There's no. Di- I mean, you can look up Howard Stern and listen to him right now. He's basically yeah. a podcast. It technically, yeah, yeah technically yeah. quality. It's basically so, AM radio on uh, the digital devices. Wait, I want to talk about Howard Stern for a minute because Howard, we probably have to thank Howard Stern for the fact that podcasts oh, yeah. like, are a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Howard Stern was probably was like the, the first of FM like, radio, radio show, show I'm really aware of. Brian, you're right, man. If it wasn't for Howard Stern, we probably wouldn't be at this in this world right now. It's crazy. He's, he's a super iconic radio host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mean in terms of breaking ground, like just on the. Sort of conversational format, right? Like talk about shit, talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. No uh, it's interesting. Funny. You well, know? He, here's here's the interesting thing. Okay, think about this then. Okay, so when Howard Stern was huge, it you know started the this world. It was just AM FM radio, right? What if podcasts existed when he was there? Do you think like he would actually be this as famous as he is? I think his personality would have definitely shined through and rose to the top. Mm-hmm. You think it's yeah, the, the, I mean, the matter? Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, he's, a, I mean, his movie, I think we all just said we saw it, right? His movie, he was crazy aggressive with getting his career off the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I think he'd be doing I mean, he kind of, just fine with the... he kind of hopped, he was on radio, right? I don't remember the, uh, like, whatever the reason was, but he hopped off of that and went to Sirius XM. Is that what he's on now? Satellite it's radio? Fine and stuff. He was like yeah, their so he anchor it. show. They paid him boatloads of money to move over and like launch satellite radio. So he was a huge part of like a totally new business around uh, radio shows. Which he had paid two hundred million dollars. Two two fifty. Two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. He, now here's the funny thing. Now is they look at Sirius. So this is where you see things are evolving into podcasts, right? Because with um, Howard Stern, yeah, Sirius wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for Howard Stern. The reason why people subscribed was because of Howard Stern. You're able to charge 15, 16 bucks a month. Shit, I did that because I want to hear Howard Stern. Now he's like, yeah. I'm not even sure if he. So D, he's still on. I know. Yeah, he's he, still on XM Radio. I know he does like a part time. He doesn't do like a full week. He does like maybe two, three a week or something like that. Yeah. But now you see him not performing as much on Sirius. And I get a, a, a letter from uh, Sirius saying, hey, you can sign up right now five months for 20 bucks, like four bucks a month now, because they know like that was it. And, and also p- podcasts. Now we have, we have podcasts. When, mm-hmm. when Howard Stern started in Sirius, there really wasn't this huge podcast world that you see today. But now you see the evolution, I think, of media, audio media, especially that Sirius is struggling and you just see just – the, the changing of the guards almost at this point. And Howard Stern, though, I mean, you can see that Precisely. with all this going on, it's all Howard Stern. He's literally one of the key components. Well, I think 
I think it's interesting you brought up Corolla, right? Because he was the first example of, I mean, like literally, if you hear him tell the story, he just says, well, the radio people started cracking down on us and we said, fuck you, we'll go over here. <laughs> yep. And he literally, he just still does his radio show exactly as if it's a radio show, but delivers it via podcast, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what's really interesting to me about the medium is it, it is no different from radio really, except that because the delivery mechanism is more like democratized essentially yeah you can do whatever you want but like it's still just talk radio which is why it's really funny that like i can't get my dad on board with podcasts because he loves talk radio yeah, same with my uh my mother <laughs> my mom won't listen because we use profanity they just in that moment when they like are looking for entertainment they just don't think to go to a podcast like yeah. like like I do. I was like, who's your favorite AM, you know, radio host and guaranteed they have a podcast or some form to transfer right. their show. Are they at least deliver it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. All the, the like top five or six of the top 10 podcasts right now are all just NPR radio shows. I love NPR. <clears throat> yep. You're of the age. You're of the age to love NPR. What an, what an amazingly nerdy thing to say. I'm not sure that fits your your regular podcast persona, Borson. I also yeah. love NPR. Yeah, I'm not afraid to but say. So, it. what I think is interesting about the fact that that is. So, how do we is, get our podcast on M NPR? Is that a possible question? Hey, you start as a radio show. Oh, <laughs> you just need a million dollars. Well, no, we won't. We won't want to do that anyways. I think the great thing about having a podcast, it's our own thing. Like. I, I'd rather so have NPR a podcast. is more of a handcuffed type of. Well, you have to report to someone. Ooh. But We're what's interesting here, though right? is, yeah. like if the idea for NPR is, you know, learning or facts, like you said, mm -hmm. like, I mean, you guys are still, you're going after that same thing. Joe Rogan is going after the same thing, right? Like he, he, I mean, sometimes he's just talking about UFC or comedy, but a lot of times it's just him trying to figure out how the world is. Mm -hmm. And NPR is really doing nothing different, mm -hmm. except sometimes I like listening to Rogan just be like, dude. <laughs> okay, so I want to get I want to get back to your guys' podcast. <clears throat> Go for it, guests. Go for it. I'm curious. So you you've been working your podcast. You said for a couple months, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Getting things set up. Yeah, yeah. So you're about to launch. Yeah. Next week, right? Next Friday. Yeah. So yeah. So I think 16th or 17th. As long as you know everything's all good, that's the plan. Okay. Yeah. So you'll have an episode up that people can go to and listen to next Friday. Absolutely. It'll be up on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and hopefully iTunes. Super tight. Yeah. We're having some issues with iTunes. For some reason, we submitted the RSS feed, but we're getting no reply at all. We don't know what's going on. And we're, and we're still in line. I don't know if there's yeah. this long line that's like we have to wait in because so many other people are doing a How podcast. How long did it take you guys to get a turnaround for iTunes? So I don't remember. We had like... we. We had been cleared probably for six months before we actually put an episode up because we just okay, you know, I got you. Kept trying to make episodes and they were shitty. <laughs> I mean, so that's the thing with us right now is um, we're we're learning so much, you know, over this last you know few months of you know doing these episodes. I mean, there's so much involved that you think you know it's funny. It's like our episodes are basically around an hour ish. You know, it's like, okay, an hour, but there's so much more time we're spending than outside of that. The recording is almost like the easy part at this point. Then there's like the editing, the production. We, you know, we work on a lot of like promotion, marketing, you know, you know, for me, um, you know, I look at this, you know, you're, you're talking about like us being prepared, which is awesome. That's a huge compliment. Thanks. Uh, 
you know, I for me, I just come from a business mindset. You know, I come from a, I have a strong business acumen. I guess you want to say, like, I went to get my business, my MBA at Indiana, and so a lot of people. I mean, we go for a top level MBA program. A lot of people start their own companies, start their own ventures. I have a lot of friends that have been doing it. They've been kicking ass, and I'm like, well. I've been wanting to do something that's like where I can put my name out there and have my own brand. I just didn't know what that avenue was going to be. And podcasts just seem to just be a natural fit where I can use everything I've learned uh, my whole life, not just in business school, but through um, you know being in commercial real estate and putting together just a sound business strategy. Because I mean, as much fun as we have, you know, it, it we want to make this. We want a million. We want two million. We want a hundred million people listening to this one day. So we want to make yeah. sure we're doing it the right way. And yeah, as much fun as we have, we you know work hard, play hard kind of mentality. You know, the calculation and level headedness with which you explained that, like it, it's it's perfectly in line with the NPR statement. <laughs> this is this is projects in your thirties, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like I don't know. Let's just talk, and then we're like oh, well seasoned veterans of life. Over here. Right? Okay, so Man, I, I want to know... I've got two questions for you. I'm going to throw them both out. And you can choose which order to answer them in. What are you most excited about with your launch coming up and your podcast in general? And what are you most fearful of? That's a good question. You want me to go first? Go for a D. Uh, I'm most excited about the... Uh podcast release party because i think it's going to be great for all our guests to come over and celebrate um you know sort of getting their you know what they're about out into the world because we've interviewed a lot of people that are doing their own thing they're running their own meditation you know business or their own like little startup of like graphic design or animation um you know we've We've had a guy that's like been in a amazing punk band for like his whole entire life, and it would just be really cool to see you know something come of that because of our medium that we put out there. We help you know mm-hmm. we interview these people, and now bam, suddenly they're blowing up, or you know you know we we've reached a lot of people through connecting through our social network. So you know just seeing how all of it is going to work and come together. That's what I'm pretty much excited about. Um, cool. and I'm most fearful like of, um, just basically my work cause I'm a perfectionist. So I, I really hold myself to a higher, uh, a higher standard and I want it to sound fucking perfect. It's <laughs> not going to sound perfect. So I stress out about that shit. But, um, I, I guess really don't fear, I don't fear like a negative response cause I know that well, it doesn't really matter. You know, you just got to continue to do what you believe in. So, yeah, I mean, that's my answer. I love those answers. I love them because the first one's like raw and honest and like really good hearted. And because the second one's not a big deal. So I know it's going to sound amazing. Word. And thank it'll just you, get sir. better. And thank you for your help too, answering all our technical questions along the way. <laughs> so okay, happy to help. Go. All right. So, oh, so me, so... I mean, you want more most excited about just it, with the launch is the culmination, right? It's not just the culmination of um, of DNI's work and the magic we've been making here, but just the culmination of I think like my whole life. I feel like it's a culmination of everything I've gone through in my life, and we'll explain more about that on our 
grand opening uh, January 16th or 17th, depending on how we upload it. So you'll get to hear more about our, our little upbringings and why we are who we are. There's definitely an awesome story with us that you guys should listen to, Boris and the Able Don't Know Shit. Plugging it, done. Okay, so I think that's what most exciting about is like finally being able to share myself with the world. I feel like this is like something I, I need to do. I, almost feel, I, don't, I don't know why it was feels like maybe that's why I was put on this earth is to be able to do what I'm doing right now. Maybe, and who knows where this goes, right? I mean, that's what I'm mostly about. It's like, we don't, this journey can go anywhere. You don't know, but you just got to start somewhere. And this has been a great way to do so. Um, so then fears, I guess my main fear, honestly, is that this, this, this bombs. I mean, I think we're awesome. I think we have something very special that we can share. We got cool things that, that are going to be unique to the listener, but you know, if this doesn't work, man, as much as I love, uh, love, love my life and love my, you know, being a mild mannered finance guy, I guess I would like to be doing this more for the rest of my life, you know, hopefully one day and, you know, the fear of, of it not working out. But I always believe that fear is what drives you even more. Right. So like, kind of like Dee was saying, you know, he's worried about things not working, but then you just become a perfectionist and that's a huge skill set you keep building over and over again. And that's where you can't settle. Like you can't take a day off. Like if you really want something and you're worried if it's not going to happen, you got to fucking just put all your energy to it and go to fucking work and hustle hard and make it happen. So that's like a good motivation. The fear is actually a good motivation. And if you're fearing, if you're scared, then that means you're doing something that you really want to do. I feel at the end of the day, then you're getting out yeah. of your comfort zone for sure. And I, I, what I like about that answer is, is like, it also relates to something I think is interesting about trying to put together like what a podcast is or what a radio show is. Right. It's not like, Oh, we were, we were picked up for one season and we've got to deliver 12 episodes and then we're done. Right. Like my biggest fear is that I'll get, I'll have to stop doing this oh, yeah. <laughs> for some oh, reason. Sure. Right. Like I just want to keep the project going. And so it's, so when you stack that perfectionist on thing, like it's, for me, it's not so much perfection, but it's just like I, I'm just always trying to improve. Yeah. And so having this yeah. sustained project is 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 kind of just practice at that mm -hmm. where in other places in life, I, you don't necessarily get it in the same way that it's like, OK, what uh, like I enjoy the debriefs that Brian and I have after we put out an episode and we have listened to it a couple of times ourselves. And then we're like, I say like a lot. <laughs> you, know? yeah, you learn a lot about yourself or, you know, oh, I sound like a fucking idiot. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing what you learn listening to yourself talk. Yeah, really is. But that same thing is why it doesn't surprise me that comedians are... Comedians sort of lead, led the wave in terms of podcasts coming out, right? Like guys like Joe Rogan, oh, yeah. Adam Carolla. I mean, I mean, for one, jokes carry over easily. But also, like, that's what hitting the road with comedy is. You just, you're trying it and you're trying it and you're trying mm -hmm. it 30 people at a time until you get the joke that's right for the big theater that goes in the Netflix special and you hope you get a career out of it, right? Like, yeah, I mean, so we did a podcast episode. Um, it's be one of our first ones. It's uh, with this amazing comedian, Sandy Danto. He's actually my cousin and he's been um, performing at the, uh, at the store, the comedy store in Hollywood and tours with Pauly Shore, opens up for like Ali Wong. Um, now is on tour with Adam Ray. I think there was in Vegas for New Year's. And 
you know, it's so awesome. It really is an art and you just put yourself out there. It's kind of like that, that theme with the podcast, right? And you're trying stuff over and over again. And so it was great to have him on. And I tried it. I tried and I tried a five minute open mic and I've been doing open mics actually a lot before and after. Most of the time I fucking bomb, not going to lie. And it's, but it's fun because you, you, okay, that worked. Maybe if I tweak it this way, maybe I try it that way. So, um, it's kind of cool going through that whole experience and, you know, you think you're funny, then you go out there and you're like, oh, wait, maybe I wasn't that funny, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's also com- like a, a community of comedians, right? So it's like you get notes from other people that are hanging around like, hey, man, maybe if you did it like this. The yeah, one I feel th- like podcasting is the same way, right? Like I talk to you guys, I talk to a lot of people about like, oh, how did that, did you understand what I was saying? Did that, how did that work? Was that funny? Did, you know? Yeah. Do I sound like an asshole? That's usually my question. Let me ask you you this. I mean, since you guys have been starting, I'm sure you guys getting feedback from listeners, like email, whatever, how you get your feedback from. Has what's been response? Like, have there been like assholes like trolling you at all or like haters out there? Uh, I haven't really encountered any, any trolls or anything. Um, And I don't know if that's just a matter of our reach so far Mm -hmm. or that we really, we kind of try to be pretty proactively like, Hey guys, yeah, right. stay groovy. <laughs> like, Peace, love, I feel and like happiness, it's hard brother. to be angry at our podcast. Like, I think the yeah. first one that I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what people might say to this," was when we were talking about the election and stuff, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like that space where you might just piss people off. But everything else is kind of like electric cars don't really make anybody mad. Ah, okay, <laughs> more neutral, more Switzerland esque. Yeah. Um, the coolest thing has been people that we've reconnected with. Uh, who like, you know, cause we're promoting through social networks. Right. So it's like a lot of the people that do listen are people that we know. Mm-hmm. And so they've started conversations where it's like, it causes me to reflect on my past. And the fact that I'm like, you know, the reason I even said that thing that my friend just emailed me about is probably because the time of the time I spent hanging out with him doing improv. Yeah. You know, what's been cool. It's, I totally get you coming from because What's interesting is, so when we started, when we officially like, okay, it's time to go live. The world's going to have to know what we're doing. You know, I you, I first wanted to reach out to all my friends. I like invite them to our Facebook page, Borson the Able, Facebook, look it up. Also Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. More furniture for less. So we've been inviting, so I've been inviting friends and I scroll through the list of the people I'm inviting. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't talked to that person forever. I'm like, when they see what I'm about to do, they're going to fucking lose their mind. Like, oh shit. shit. Oh, jeez, baby. (laughs) Love you, mean it. So that's what's been cool. It's like, like, that's what gets me excited too, is that these people I haven't talked to in a while, like I'm sending it out and and I'm seeing them like um, get invited or, or accept the messages and the group pages and all that. It's like, Oh man! It's Speaking big. of excitement, yeah. The great thing about work, working with Borson is he is he gets so excited that he <laughs> runs out of breath, <laughs> and he'll get like this. He'll go, <laughs> yeah. and we have it. Uh, so at the end of our podcast, I do like little ditties. So for people out there who want to listen, you'll understand that if you listen all the way through, you'll hear some of Borson's head explosions of his excitement. So here's a question. Do you think do you think everyone should have a podcast? I think everyone should be able to speak their minds to say whatever they want, you know? And now we that's it's kind of like therapy. Oh my god, it's like yeah. A, it yeah. is. Yeah. Maybe not everyone yeah. because some people are would just well, I I mean 
Yeah, I mean, why not? Don't hold you know? back. What were you going to say? Yeah. Some hey. people are just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't really listen to certain individuals. Stupid people? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's the nice thing about podcasts. Like, I feel like you can find any little niche you want, little community you can find now. Stupid people. <laughs> well, stupid people <laughs> will stupid listen people to stupid podcasts. people, so there you go. I mean, well, it's a great community. <laughs> we're trying to be the book for, of, for dummies We're podcast. stupid people, actually. Yeah, we're, the, yeah, we're those ones. So. <laughs> we literally don't know shit. That's, yeah. our, that's the name of our podcast. Don't right. know shit. So yeah, we, we admit that we're stupid right from the beginning. It, okay, so like, okay, let me ask you guys. If you could have one like an, super like animal like gift right so like if i would love to have like the uh, abilities of an ant which is like you can lift up 50 times your own weight like that would be dope yeah, to have like this yeah i would do night vision oh, such a nerdy question <laughs> and so difficult to answer what do uh owls or oh, no they're just nocturnal nocturnal you <laughs> are nocturnal you, you are nocturnal <laughs> we're up by the way when we do these podcasts you know what that's the thing is like we're we have a full life. I mean, my God, full life. So I work like the, the corporate gig right now, nine to five. D works the graveyard shift at a jail, for God's sake. So like, <laughs> we're like these just two opposite ends of the fucking world. And then we somehow try to meet like during the week and we're like together. It's like two, three in the morning. Like just. My wife thinks I'm cheating on her with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, get calls are you her, her other husband too. Yeah. Oh, I'm, hey, I'm the side. I'm the side you? piece in the relationship. We're we have a polyamorous relationship right now, Poly- for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. That's, that's the actual word. I'm sure it is. I've never heard of it. Well, there's that show on um, Showtime called Polyamorous. Actually, that's the name of it. It took place in North Park. Is it a geometric shape like a polygon? <laughs> Jones, I refer that I refer that question <laughs> to you, Max. I don't know shit about that. Jones trivia. <laughs> Love to check it out. Okay. How many sided die is the polyamorous? Well, it's three, three or more sided. Brian, what was that that twenty sided die you were calling it? What was dodecahedron? It? Dodecahedron. Yeah. Why? 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 Why have that? That's why? The, why have that? That's the nickname the, for my dick. Because it's <laughs> it's a it's it's this is it's like a. It properly stratifies the idea of luck inside of a role playing game. Don't you? Have, you have a hundred sided die somewhere, do. don't you, Jones? I do. Oh, I have a hundred sided die, and you know what? That's too many. Almost, you don't need one to 100. It's one to dumb. 20. So a, a nerd question then. So we go down a, a little bit of a rabbit hole here. Is it possible to have it like the, an infinite sided die per se? Good question. How would you ever roll it? Could it ever land on something? Eventually it has if to, it, right? If it were infinitely, it would just, it would appear to us to be a sphere or just be a black hole. Right, an <laughs> yes. infinite sided die would roll forever that sounds like a great name for an emo band <laughs> infinite sided die yeah totally it's <laughs> a really deep question i like it well we love going down rabbit holes you know that's a great thing about what we do is that we give ourselves a lot of flexibility so it depends on the guests that we have we definitely want to go learn as much as we can about how they became an expert how they went from a dummy to like a rock star in their expertise but during that whole time you know, we're, uh, we'll go down the rabbit hole. We'll just go, we'll go on a random tangent on something to see where that flows. And then if it's, uh, we've gone too deep, then we'll just try to get ourselves back up. But it's, that's the cool thing about this. Just, uh, we can really go wherever we want, but at the end of the day, we, we really focus on learning about their craft and then trying it out, making it for ourselves, making it entertaining and try to keep everything in layman's terms. Cause I feel like I'm an idiot when I t- ask questions, but there's no such thing as a stupid question. That makes a great host. Yeah, there is such thing as a stupid. That makes question. a great teacher. <laughs> I'm with I'm with the Abe's on this. 
<laughs> but it's a nice lesson to teach kids when they're real young. But by like 10 or 12, we need to give them, we need to like, there's no Santa Claus. There's no Easter Bunny. And a lot of your questions have been really stupid. Yeah, there you go. We're back to our segment, things you shouldn't teach kids. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, sorry. Is that loud there? That was a loud game. Yeah, you I, I, see, that's my problem. I have such a loud voice that I, I, I change the volume so rapidly. But no. Borson's head just exploded. <laughs> yeah, I put a, so in the last one I was editing, I put some sounds where you get really animated. And uh, you're like, and then I go, but no one would understand. My one question about your podcast actually is, is it typically when you guys are doing this video that Jones, you're naked? Because you, I think you're naked right now. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You, I wanted to get naked. Though. Oh, your hands are up good. The I was original name of the show was Topless Science. <laughs> Bullshit. Seriously? Really, At one point. It gets really hot in here. I don't know what it is, but it's like 120 degrees in my office right now. So I had to take some things uh, off. Because I can't run the fan. Okay, so... I got a question for you guys that I should have asked earlier that we'll probably drop back at the beginning. But since you just went through the process of starting from scratch and now you're about to release episodes, I get the question a lot from people, hey, how do you do your podcast? Like, What do I need to get started? I know I was there when you guys like first started asking this and I know you bought like a couple things and you're like, cool, we're going to do a podcast. And now you gave us a tour of your studio before... We started here and it's grown dramatically. But I'm curious, like, what have, what would, you, what do you say to people? What would you tell someone right now who like doesn't know anything, who doesn't know shit, but wants to get started? Um, well, Borson, when he first presented the idea to me, he said, "I'm ready, D. I got it. I got everything." I came over. He had a 1946 Tascam A-Track recorder, <laughs> and I said, "Dude, what, what is this?" And uh, I just took it and threw it in the trash can. <laughs> So you don't start with that. Um, you would need a, just a computer, a little audio interface, some mics. And, I mean, if you buy a Mac, uh, it comes with GarageBand, and that's really a simple, you know, uh, audio software you can work with just to record, you know, vocals into and do some editing and uploading sounds and whatnot. And then, yeah, and then you would just basically upload it to... Uh, those exported audio files to SoundCloud, and that's how you get your RSS feed, and then you upload that to uh, the directories out there like Stitcher and iTunes, and there you go. So if somebody already had a computer, what do you think they could get started for? What could they buy, like a, a microphone? And explain what like an audio interface is. Give people a sense of like what, like what, would, what, would, what would be the minimum setup someone could use? Bucks. You can buy, I think you can buy a... Um, like one of the ones that we first tested was uh, the Focusrite audio interface, which is just, um, it's got two XLR inputs, which is the cable that runs from the mic into the audio interface. It connects to your computer uh, via USB, and uh, that's how you get this the audio signal into your computer. So that that's basically the uh, gist of an audio interface. And then... Well, one of the things yeah. that's, that's interesting that I think about the... The barrier to entry. I mean, because what you're talking about right now, right, is sort of the barrier to entry, right? Like, what are the tools that you need at minimum to pull this off? And the real answer to that question is, all you need is a smartphone, really. Like, yeah. you could do it with the Memos app on your iPhone and then put that file in the right place and then have a podcast that people can download, at least in terms of, you know, the delivery mechanism right i mean it would sound like a phone call on an iphone yeah yeah <laughs> exactly it, you could right but like 
technologically the hard part of record that audio and then put it in a place where anyone can pull it down that wants to just by subscribing like that's taken care of like by the stuff that we talk about on the podcast all the time right so now you're talking about get to a level where it's a nicer experience yes yeah i'm so i'm curious like where in that gradient is the magic difficulty of barrier to entry that has made podcasting become what it is it's amazing right because not everyone has one right it's just hard enough that most people don't do it right it's amazing to think that we can do this now but 30 years back there'd be no fucking way you had to go work at a major fm or am radio station and have your own (laughs) talk show right like college radio you know (laughs) well well that's the first step though is you got to get the right equipment you got to hook it up you got to be able to record get the audio in, edit it, and then release it. But then, Boris, what's your thought once you have the right equipment? What's your suggestion to people? How would how do you get started on on the, the non-technical components? What I do just, you talk about? Yeah, what do you do? How did you figure out what you wanted to do? Do, like, when it comes to, like, a format or just, like, what Yeah, like, who you wanted to be in radio and how you guys have practiced together and how you decided on guests. And Well, you know what? I think... For us, you know, we've, you know, what's challenging about what we're doing because we we have like an interview based type of podcast half the time. So we're just the what's awesome is that we don't. I mean, yeah, we work really hard trying to bring in guests, but we're very fortunate to have awesome people already that we know that are super talented and stuff that we don't know shit about, and we could bring them on. And you know, eventually, what's been cool now is we're kind of getting past that point now of like our friends, you know, and and. And awesome like connections we have we're actually going next level to i think we just did a couple of podcasts recently where we didn't even know the person until like the day of or that week of and then we brought them cool. on so it's just um pushes us to kind of sort of go outward of our our immediate circle which is a cool thing because eventually long term you know if this is really going to take off we're we're going to be bringing out people. It'll eventually be no one that we know. It could be hopefully we'll have a staff and they'll be like booking it for us and we'll do our research and everything. But <laughs> um, honestly, what's been great for me is that I'm trying out a little bit of everything. So, you know, I, I'm learning GarageBand. I'm learning all the audio stuff. Um, and well, you learned, you basically taught yourself video editing. You made this amazing trailer of our podcast. And when you first were going to show me, I was like, all right, this isn't going to be that good. It blew my fucking mind away, dude. I was like, wow, this is hilarious. So if you guys want to check it out, it's on our Facebook page, Borson and Diable. And Twitter and YouTube. Yeah. And the world. Yeah. But yeah, well, and go ahead, man. Like the the answer I think I would give to that is you just you just just start doing it. That's like, it. It's, That's it's all kinda, it is. Funny because it's the same thing that came up in our photography episode. Like in a digital world where you're not burning through tape or vinyl or like celluloid film just just talk about stuff with your buddy yeah. and then talk about how it went and try to improve and i mean like that's how we got to it we just we just did it for six months and we kept going like oh i listened back to that it was shit yeah you have like <laughs> how can we fix it now you don't have to worry about <laughs> tape or any of that shit cutting reel to reel i mean it's incredible crazy yeah well you just can't you kind of just had like it's epiphany you came you know, like, D, I want to start a podcast called I Don't Know Shit. And I was like, oh, all right. It's just a need. You know, it's, it's, I'll be honest. If I, I, I know I had it, to me, it's like, if I don't do this, I'm going to re- fucking regret the shit out of this when I'm older. I'm, yeah. I'm in this time where I know I can do it. And 
it's just it, it has to happen now. I feel like everything's coming together. You know, with D and I, we we have our own special talents that you combine it together, man. We're we're not fucking around with this, and it's just. I think growing up, I just really, I I just have no problem talking, no problem putting myself out there, because um, I'm just always curious. I think I've just always been curious and not too worried about what other people think. I mean, again, we're going to tell you our amazing stories um, in our first uh, little uh, podcast coming up in a couple of weeks, but it's really just because practice is what's important. You can learn, you can read, you can study, but if you just you just got to put yourself out there. I think Malcolm Gladwell is like the you know ten thousand hours guy. So that's what you got to do. Just or is it that Tim Ferriss? You guys are no better than I do. But just do it over and over and over again, Allen, and it just comes normal. It's like muscle memory. So for me at this point, it's muscle memory. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. You. It's. I'm sleeping the, right now. I'm the, like my eyes are closed. I'm sleeping. And I'm having this conversation right now. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I think what's interesting about some of the podcast formats and Joe Rogan's is definitely like this mm-hmm. and and what you I think what you're saying lines up with the same idea is just like there's a genre of podcast that's essentially like curiosity as a service mm-hmm. like you don't some people just aren't curious they're not like hey how does this work but some people are and you need the people that are curious to ask questions so the people that aren't necessarily can still learn things. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like, you know, I, I don't know where to go with that, well, right? but huge, I just like this idea of providing curiosity, right? I, know like, I, I care like about that. shit, so you don't have to so much. Yeah, <laughs> that you can just really do right. the same thing you've been doing for your entire life and be miserable and wonder why, and I'll figure out how not to be. It, and there's, um, I think you're talking about this genre of curiosity. It's a good, that's like actually good. That's kind of cool. Like what he says, it, I, that's a good way to describe. I'm so curious. Ca- I break shit sometimes. We, so we know what comes to the curiosity. You know, that's a good way to describe it. Cause we, we didn't know what category to put us. Cause you have to do that when you upload iTunes and Stitcher. It's like entertainment, education, curiosity might be the best way to describe it. If you really think about it. entertainment and curiosity. Is that a category? Mm-hmm. Curiosity? Curiositainment. I think, yeah. I think what gets, what I enjoy for me, when it comes to podcasts, or just even that, just shows just, it, it is the authenticity. Like people are being themselves; they're not trying to pretend to be someone that they're not. And you, and you know, they're really putting not themselves controlled by a program director, right? And just they're they're not worried about what they're going to say or feel, and and vulnerable too. Like that's the one thing that I think we both noticed and realized going through this is that you know, in a lot of these episodes, we talk about stuff that. Honestly, I don't think I even talked to my parents about before, you know? Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, definitely. So the, that vulnerability out there, um, I, I, you know, because I want people to know me for who I am and, and D too. So it's, uh, that, that, and I like to see that when I listen, when I listen to uh, podcasts or I hear podcasts is knowing that they're coming from the heart and they're okay putting us out there and saying stuff that, you know what? Most people just always keep to themselves, and they're the ones putting it out there. We want to be those type of people on these podcasts for sure. There's a the founder of Reddit, Alexis Ohanian, mm-hmm. talks about the the coming age of authenticity, where it's like there's a lot of chaff, there's a lot of crap, right? Yeah. But like the stuff that wins tends to be authentic. Yeah. It's it's. And and I've I work with clients where I bands particularly where I'm doing social media stuff with them and it's like I I'm giving away the farm right 
just be yourself. That's what people are connecting with. And if you find a way to be yourself through that medium of social media, then you don't have anything to worry about. Um, and, you know, it's like you might want to take on a persona or I, I think I'm definitely like I, I'm probably a little different on the podcast than I am in person. Mm -hmm. But the enthusiasm for whatever dumb shit we're talking about <laughs> is absolutely genuine. <laughs> the last thing people I like, they want, they want, they want to feel that that truth and the the individual exposing themselves. Well, it exposes you for your vulnerability state. You know, when you when you start talking the truth about what you've been through, and and like you said, not trying to act like someone who you who you aren't, and. Uh, yeah, it's a good uh, character builder. I feel like you go through this. I think I feel like we're going through this era or phase where I think for the last, I think Survivor, I think was the first reality show. And ever since then, I think everything's been reality shows. Everything's been superficial. And I think it's gone to this maximum like boiling point, I feel, where people want you know, authenticity. They want to see it in their politicians. They want to see it in the news. Uh, they want to know that it's real, like really real, not like reality show real, but like really real. So I think we're getting back into that. And I think that's where yeah. you see what's popular out there is is those type of shows, those type of uh, that whatever medium it's coming from. That's what you're seeing now these days. Yeah. So it's uh, it's kind of I mean, nice to be part of that right now. Reality shows came on the scene, God, 20 years ago. I mean, real no, world. Duh. Real world was one of the first ones. and. Real world actually really was real world. The first couple seasons, mm -hmm. it really hit. It was it was ahead of its time, and then it became this trendy thing. There was this There's highly... a great Chuck Klosterman essay <laughs> about how after like the second season of Real World, it, it, archetypes had been established, Unreal. and you and it was like, oh, I'm gonna go be the slut. Like <laughs> people uh, were going on that show knowing that they were gonna be ex guy the from slut. the Breakfast Club. Well, they right. they discovered and defined <laughs> the real world. And then you had this generation that's grown up since then. The internet came online like around that time. Yeah. And so you've had these younger, this younger generation, us kind of, us really. I mean, the first season of Real World, we were young teenagers. Yeah. And we saw that and we're like, this is interesting, but it's bullshit. It's not the real world. The real world is the people we see who are sharing themselves. They're sharing the truth. And that's what Kerb and I were talking about this right before we hopped on. We were talking about what what is happening with podcasts and, and a lot of our favorite podcasts, we like them because the person comes across as themselves. And so we can listen to them talk for a three hour conversation. If you talk for three hours with one of your buddies, it's almost going to be impossible for you to hide who you really are. Your listeners are going to pick up on that. And, and Kerb's point was that could and maybe should be the future of media because it gets past the bullshit. News journalists on TV are expected to be trustworthy, but they put on a trustworthy shell and then they say these little sound bites. You can't get news that way anymore. We need to know who you really are. So we really know why you're saying what you're saying. And that's what's so fun about doing this podcast. Yeah, that that's not news. What you see like on, you know, the, the cable Anything news or on TV is not real. It, it's not real. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting you say that too, Boris, because it's, it's something that I think really resonates with, with all of us. I would say all three of you are very authentic people and it's never, I never catch any of you being fake people. And I think that wears people that wear, that can wear you out being genuine all the time. Well, you think because it's a world where people aren't genuine most of the time. <laughs> I have a good uh, piece for the outro. What I do, 
on our podcast is called De- Degenerate Beat Poetry. <laughs> and I wrote one about your guys' podcast. Oh, you did? Yeah. Ready? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. It's Zengineering. Engineering the quality and quantum physics of the future podcasts of today's and tomorrow's generation. Manipulation through sound waves and vocals will get you to stroke your cock strokers. But at the same time, inside the mind, it goes deep within the paradox of the several infinite-sided dyes that we all believe in and reside in in our lives. Zengineering.com <laughs> that was fucking amazing. That's called degeneratepodcast.com. Wait, did you just write that? That was outstanding. No, it's just off the top of the head. Zen, Zengineering degenerate beat poetry. That was that's wonderful. That is absolutely. Thank you for sharing that with good us. Good place to get out of here. Isn't <laughs> You'll get that and much more on Boris and the Able Don't Know Shit coming to you January seventeenth or sixteenth. Depending on what day it works. Oh, you're so much better at <laughs> plugging stuff than I do, right? Like this is you, you're, you're doing the thing that I always just fumble through at the end. I'm like, thanks for coming and machine. see us in the places. And yeah, let's okay. So list list off the top of your head a bunch six of your guests that are going to be on this season. What like what they are? Tease people. We got. I mean, we go all over the place. Like I said, stand up comedy. I do a fucking five minute set here in San Diego. Y'all gonna enjoy. We do some yoga. I go and do some yoga flow for y'all. We're gonna do some craft cocktails. We're gonna get probably shit faced and enjoy some lovely drinks with some awesome guests in that one. <laughs> We're doing some gourmet cooking. We're doing some meditations. We're fucking rocking out the drums. We are all over the place and we are just getting started, man. So hope Hell y'all yeah. gonna enjoy this. It's coming to y'all real soon. And don't forget animation. Oh, oh, that's the that's the, the secret. That's how our logo was created. We're going to give you one one word to describe our animation. He's a mythical creature. Schlonglord. That's it. That's all we can say. Schlonglord. 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 <laughs> and where, where are we going to be able to get this? Where's it going to be? What's your website? Well, right now, we actually took this from your playbook. Right now, we're currently on Patreon. How do people that find you on uh, Patreon? Borson and Diable and Borson? Yes, sir. And yeah. also Facebook, Borson and Diable, mm-hmm. Twitter. Our handle is Borson and Diable, SoundCloud, Borson and Diable. <laughs> there you have Fantastic. it, man. There Stitcher. Have it. Connect with them all those places. Connect with us in all the same places. And thanks, as always, to the our backers on Patreon who lighten the load on us. And uh, thanks for hanging out for another one. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. I'm Borson. Thanks for coming over, guys. This was a real strong surf sesh that we had here. I love, <laughs> I love audio waveforms. You say Borson. I'm Borson. Yeah. I'm, I'm Borson. I'm the Borson. <laughs>